Uh, this is day two from the uh, floor of the exhibit hall at Trees and Utilities. And really uh, great to have this guest with us today, Dan Lamb of Arbor Day Foundation and uh, one of the co-hosts of Trees and Utilities. Welcome, Dan. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks, thanks for Seb. being here. So, Dan, uh, everybody knows who you are, but tell us anyways. Introduce yourself and uh, tell us about Arbor Day Foundation. It's Dan Lamb, Chief Executive of the Arbor Day Foundation. I've been with the foundation for 19 years, and the Trees and Utilities Conference is one of my favorite weeks of the year because it's this unique opportunity to see how professionals in the utility of boroculture community connect, learn, share with each other, and just continue to grow this important community that has a huge impact on trees all across the country and really around the globe. Great to meet you, Dan. I've heard lots about you. Um, maybe tell us a little bit about you know the organization, You know what you guys are really primarily focused on. You bet. So the Arbor Day Foundation is a nonprofit organization, non-government organization. We work in about 50 countries around the world. Wow. We are a membership-based organization. So we have nearly 1 million members, primarily in the United States. And those are tree planters. They are tree lovers. We were founded in 19... 19- 1972, so we're just over 50 years old and continuing to grow. And we've got a really simple mission at the Arbor Day Foundation, and that is that we inspire people to plant, nurture, and celebrate trees. And that's what we do. And we do it all kinds of different ways, whether that's helping a homeowner plant a red maple tree in their front yard or helping electric utilities communicate the 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 sophistication around the importance of utility pruning and tree pruning in cities and towns, or whether it's working with a Fortune 100 company to help them meet their sustainability goals through forestry carbon offsets or through tree tree equity plantings in urban neighborhoods. We inspire people to plant, nurture, and celebrate trees, and that's what we do. That's incredible. A million members. Not a million members. That's just amazing. Well, why aren't you a member? Uh, Come on, Phil. I get trees in the mail. (laughs) I'll make sure you get something in the mail. (laughs) We'll make sure he's a member. Okay, okay. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how long you've been sort of the the leader of the organization. How did you even get there? Like, what's kind of been your career path? Sure. So I've been with the Arbor Day Foundation for 19 years. I was named president and CEO two years ago. And... I grew up in Lincoln, Nebraska, which is where the Arbor Day Foundation is based, and we've got a wonderful farm, forestry demonstration, orchards, hotel and conference center in Nebraska City, Nebraska, about 300 acres, and where I grew up as a child going to pick apples and drink apple cider with my family. But I didn't grow up uh, thinking about going into the tree business. Right. Uh, I, I grew up, I've been in nonprofit work my entire life, but about 19 years ago, a friend called, I was living in Austin, Texas, and a friend called and said, hey, there's a job at the Arbor Day Foundation you'd be perfect for. I said, okay, well, I'm not looking to move back to Lincoln, Nebraska, but I took a look at the foundation, just saw the positive work they do, the solution-oriented approach that the foundation takes to really complicated issues, And it was a chance for my wife and I to go back home and be near family. And it has just been one of the most wonderful experiences ever, getting to do, again, really positive work with great partners, great people all around the world. So I feel really fortunate. And uh, it's been 19 great years at the Arbor Day Foundation, and the the future is really bright for tree planting and for the foundation. Wow. So we see a lot of Maui, uh, the hurricanes coming through Florida. What do you do 
after storm? You bet. So the Arbor Day Foundation does a tremendous amount of work planting trees. We plant millions and millions of trees every single year with partners, whether that's U.S. Forest Service, state forestry agencies, or cities, or other local nonprofits all around the globe. Um, But in the wake of hurricanes that sweep through Florida or Georgia, or forest fires in Canada, or this amazing fire that just burned through Maui, we are already talking with partners on the ground. As they are assessing, first of all, safety, shelter um, for, for those who live there. But when it's time to replant, we will mobilize our members. We will mobilize donors to help support the replanting efforts and the restoration efforts in those communities. And we do it with great partners who know what to plant, where to plant, and how to plant on the ground. We don't parachute in and say, here's what you should do. We work with local professionals, ISA professionals, utility arborist professionals, and partners who know to making sure they're planting the right trees in the right place. Wow. Right tree, right place you always hear about. Uh, I think that was originated. Or- yeah. What's the ownership? I don't of know that? what the ownership <laughs> of a right tree, right place is, but it's it's something we believe in at the Arbor Day Foundation. Again, whether it's you, you know you don't, it, people in Detroit might love palm trees, but they shouldn't be planting palm trees. So it's about picking the right species, the right location, the right circumstances. Maybe you're looking for shade for your home, making sure you're avoiding the utility conflicts. All those important factors tie into that right tree, right place message, and the Arbor Day Foundation helps to deliver that. And you know, that's one of the things we do at the foundation. We work with great professionals like Utility Arborist Association, International Society of Arboriculture, folks who know the technical, scientific approach to tree planting. The Arbor Day Foundation speaks to the mainstream. We help to simplify the complicated to help the lay person understand how they can be best at supporting positive tree planting. Big membership base, big mandate. You know, I love how you've simplified it. Um, I'm scared to even share this, but like, I, I love trees in, in my homes. Like, I plant, I, I play with it, I screw a lot of things up, and then I figure out why it's not working. I have to. Don't uh, worry. I'm Don't like, worry. Now, and he has a fireplace too. Now <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm going to call you. <laughs> um, but my question for you would be: some of the challenges, like, you know, what what are some of the things that are keeping you up at night? Some of the things that are complex and you're trying to solve for? Well, Tej, I'll tell you what, I have, I have killed plenty of trees myself. I, I, uh, makes me I, I have better. to cut them down in the dark of the night or my neighbors will report me to everybody, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's okay. We all make mistakes. So thanks for being vulnerable. <laughs> so, so there, there are, like, there are a lot of positive things going on. There's a momentum today around tree planting. No doubt about it. It, in many ways, trees are the one thing in this divisive and contentious time we live in that everybody can agree on. Oh, so wow. there's a unifying okay. yeah, definitely. influence of yeah. trees and it's exciting. And we like to remind people of that, but we also live in this day and age where we are seeing records set day after day after day with extreme heat. We see the fires that Phil yeah. talked about. We see the increasing frequency and severity of natural disasters. We see inequities in neighborhoods across the country and around the world. And all these things just build on this urgency around tree planting today. And one of the things I always say is if ever there was a time to be planting trees, now is that time. It is, it is our moment 
And the Arbor Day Foundation is ready to help solve those challenges. Trees are not a silver bullet. They're not going to be the answer to everything, but they can be a part of the solution. And the other thing we recognize at the foundation is that we can't do it alone. We need to work with partners on the ground. We need to work with professional arborists to make sure that those trees aren't just planted, but that those trees survive and thrive and bring the benefits that we need for years and years to come. So you mentioned uh, low canopy neighborhoods. or uh, Do you have programs that help areas develop those? We do. We work with uh, both our members. We have a lot of corporate partners, private foundations that help to support our efforts to to bring trees to neighborhoods that haven't been able to enjoy the benefits of those trees, trees, neighborhoods that have been ignored, underserved, or quite frankly, just uh, uh, disengaged from the opportunities around tree planting. But it doesn't happen overnight. This is one of those instances where the Arbor Day Foundation, or, or really anybody, you can't just go into a neighborhood and say, hey, you're so lucky we're here to plant trees. You've got to earn the respect, the trust, understand what kinds of trees, what kinds of benefits they're looking for. We work with communities in Miami. They want fruit trees. We're working with communities in Phoenix. They want shade trees. So it really, we're, we want to make sure we're earning the right to make sure that as we help plant trees in those underserved neighborhoods, grow that tree canopy, that we're doing it the right way. And that with local partners, again, not just the Arbor Day Foundation parachuting in, but local partners who have earned that trust and credibility to say, hey, we're not only going to help plant these trees, we're going to help you take care of these trees. Can you maybe talk a little bit about like the collateral that you guys develop and, and maybe, you know, what forms of engagement have you created that allow communities to come through the Arbor Day Foundation and educate themselves or have continuing education yeah. on, on trees and all the complexity around it? That's a great question. And again, that's one of the roles that we see for ourselves at the Arbor Day Foundation. We are not the experts. Some people think we're experts in trees, but we're not. That's why we hang out with people like utility arborists yeah. and International Society of Boriculture, because they really are the experts in trees. But people will turn to the Arbor Day Foundation in multiple ways. They'll come through our website because they just want to know, should I be planting a ginkgo or should I be planting an oak? And, they just, and then we can stair-step them up to better understanding. Yep. Same thing happens with utilities and cities. So we have programs like Tree Line USA, which is a recognition program for electric utilities who want to be following best practices in tree care, tree management, customer engagement, worker training. And it, it, the recognition for Treeline USA, they're core standards, base level standards. They're not the end-all, be-all of what a utility could be doing, but we stair-step them in. We meet them where they are and get them started on that path. We do the same thing with cities through our Tree City USA program. Four core standards of tree care, tree management. And then we expect cities and utilities who get those recognitions to scaffold up and grow and become better. But the Arbor Day Foundation helps to open the door. We, we always say we like to lower the bar of entry for anybody to be a part of the tree planting community and tree care community. And, uh, and then impress us with what they can do from there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like that. Wow. Th- that idea of uh, stair-stepping them in. You know, that's great. How many 
tree line are there now? I mean, we have 141 tree line USA utilities today, four wow. brand new ones this year. And it's a, it just continues to be an important program. And, and I, again, they're just core standards. They're base level standards for any utility who wants to be good in tree care, tree management. But the impact of that program has been immense in that it has helped to foster the idea of a trees and utilities conference. It really, in many ways, has helped to grow the Utility Arborist Association in a lot of ways. And, and it's just created this community of sharing, this community of learning, and, uh, and it has helped to transform and improve tree care and tree canopy all across the country. How big is how big is the organization? The Arbor Day Foundation. We've got so our headquarters are in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yep, uh, we've got about 150 people there in Nebraska City at people. Arbor Day Farm. Anyone should go visit Arbor Day Farm in Nebraska City. Wow, we've got about two to three hundred people there, depending on the time of year. Wow, and then we got about 25 people remote across the country. We also have a tree distribution center in McMinnville, Tennessee. So it's a it's a big organization. There's a lot of work going on. Again, wow. we're working more than 50 countries around the world, but couldn't be more happy to be here in Pittsburgh this week with our best friends in the utility of boriculture oh, community. I love that. That's amazing. I know what the motivation of UAA was. What drove you to want to partner with UAA to do this? So when we when we started the Tree Line USA program, I and mean, this was before my time at, at the Arbor Day Foundation, but the vision was to inspire improved management of tree care around utility lines. It is about trees and utilities, not trees or utilities. We have to have both. And, uh, and so, it, again, people much smarter than me had the vision to say, hey, we should be working with the utility community. And through ISA, UAA emerged and became just a great partner. And I think what the Arbor Day Foundation has always tried to convey to the utility arborist community is that we get you. We do. We get you. We know there's got to be. You You have to have safe, reliable energy. And you have to have trees. So how do we do it together? And the Arbor Day Foundation has been respectful of the need, the need to prune and remove trees at times, but also to restore those trees, to replace those trees in the right way. Very good. Dead. It has been Incredible. a tremendous success. Yeah. Amazing. It has. I think our first one, we prayed for 300. <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil, you, uh, you deserve a lot of credit for bringing the Trees and Utilities Conference back and making it what it is today and, and helping to foster that relationship between the Arbor Day Foundation and the Utility Arborist community. So thank you. And what did you say attendance was? We have more than 1,000 people registered for the conference this year, which is by far a new record. Yeah, wow. by far. Congratulations, Dan. Yeah. You're doing great things. Absolute pleasure to meet you. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Well, it, it's my pleasure. And you know, to, to your audience, just thanks for what they're doing. Uh, I get to do really fun stuff. I get to talk about trees, uh, travel the world, and see trees being planted. It's pretty cool stuff. But the folks who are doing the work on the front lines every single day, I just couldn't have more respect for, and we're really grateful. Yeah, what thank a you. message. Thank you Very so much. Good. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, thanks, thanks, Dan. Dan. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Good, good to meet you. Good to meet you, too. And great to be with Dan, you. Good Absolutely. to see you. That's it for this episode of Trees and Lines, brought to you by Iapetus Holdings. If you like the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. If you have any questions or comments on any of our episodes or ideas for topics or guests, we'd love to hear from you. Please contact us at treesandlines at iapetusllc.com. We'll chat with you soon.